Hello, and wherever you may be today, the Lord be with you. I am Gordon Fath, one of the readers in the Church Wigan Parish of Wigan West. It is Friday, the 28th of August, and the passage I have chosen for this reflection is John chapter 4, verses 1 to 30. It recounts a meeting between Jesus and a Samaritan woman at a communal well at midday, just as the heat of the day was rising to its hottest. The full passage is quite long, so I shall only read here a short section, starting from verse 7. A Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. His disciples had gone to the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask a drink of me, a woman of Samaria? Jews do not share things in common with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have no bucket, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our ancestor Jacob, who gave us the well, and with his sons and his flocks drank from it? Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But those who drink of the water that I will give them will never be thirsty. The water that I will give will become in them a spring of water gushing up to eternal life. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You know, I love plans, or at least I love a plan I can follow. This is why I love the lectionary. Every day of every week of every year has a set of Bible passages associated with it. When you don't initially know what God wants you to talk about on the third Sunday of the fourth month's hence, there are some readings already set to give you a starter for 10. So when asked to contribute to these summer reflections and told I had free reign to pick my own associated Bible passage, I admit I initially went into an internal freakout mode. But that in itself got me thinking. If I had received this same request, say, 20 years ago, my answer would have been an immediate and confident no. But these days, my answer was a relatively easy, although delayed, OK. It took a few days to get past my initial freaking out, but I never for one moment thought a clear no. How my life has changed transitioned even, during my long walk with Jesus. This passage 
concerning a Samaritan woman meeting Jesus has a very special place in my heart. Not so much for the encounter it relays, although it does have a relevance I only realise much later, but rather it's special because of where I was when I first heard it. I was in a rather modern French monastery just outside the village of Taizé. I was not a Christian at the time, nor did I have any faith in God as such. And the story of how I ended up there is one containing a multitude of misunderstandings and misconceptions, all on my part, I add. I will not bore you here with the details, but suffice to say that being surrounded by a load of young Christians in a monastery populated by monks was not part of the plan I had had in my head for my holiday in France that year. And yet, although I could not see it at the time, if I had not been in that place at that time with those people, I might never have become a disciple of Christ. Giving my life to follow Jesus was never part of my life plan growing up. But with hindsight, it was clearly part of God's plan for me. And it is in this respect that I feel some affinity for the Samaritan woman. Her plan that day was simply to go and get some water without being picked on. Instead, she meets some foreigner, a Jew to boot, who transforms both her life and the lives of her neighbours. Not, I'm sure, part of her plan for that day when she woke up. If she had never gone to that well at that time on that day, how different it might have been for her and her community. There are people who spend hours and hours in prayer, trying to discern what God wants them or the community around them to do. And there are others who very quickly feel they know what God wants of them. In truth, all any of us can really do is act in whichever way we believe is right and trust that we have heard God's voice correctly. Whether that voice came through reading the scriptures, listening to our leaders or a discussion with trusted friends. There have been many times in my life when I have truly wondered why God was asking me to do whatever it was I was sure he was asking me to do. And it is only years later, in hindsight, that I can clearly see the reason or purpose. There can be no doubt that we are currently travelling through troubled and challenging times, changing our way of life, our way of working, even our way of worshipping. But why? In all honesty, I haven't the foggiest idea. Are we dealing with all these challenges in exactly the right way? I don't know that either. What I do know is that I will trust the God who does know and will lead us through it all. 
<laughs> Sounds simple, doesn't it? Those three little words. I will trust. But truthfully, is it easy to trust in these times of worry and uncertainty? For me personally, no, it isn't. But I will trust God anyway. You see, God has a plan for us. Of that, I am certain. Us <clears throat> as individuals, as well as us, as communities of his people. The world is changing in ways that no one thought would ever be needed. But God's overall master plan stays the same. Salvation through the death and resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, for the here and now, I, for one, trust that the lessons we are learning and the experiences we are gaining and the new ways of serving that are becoming the new normal for our lives in Wigan will ultimately put us in exactly the right place with the right skills for where we need to be. Oh, and my principal overarching master plan? Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insight. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Let us end by praying. Together with disciples of Jesus across Wigan, throughout the Diocese of Liverpool and around the world, we pray in the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. May God bless you today and every day.